The following is a presentation of KSL Sports. First and 12. A total roundup of this weekend's BYU football and the new look Big 12 Conference. First and 12 is sponsored by Macy's Grocery Store. Your hosts are Mitch Harper and Alex Keery on KSL News Radio and the KSL Sports Zone. What is up, everyone? Another week of Big 12 football is in the books. Already week six down through, and we're going to be breaking it all down over the next two hours. Mitch Harper, Alex Keery, host of KSL Sports Zone's Unrivaled What's Weekdays. What's up, Mitch? It's Big 12, baby. It's, it's, it's going to be Big 12. <laughs> it's going to be a great day today, <laughs> Alex. We got so much to get to because, once again, I feel like the Big 12 gods just give us endless amounts oh, of content because there's either a huge dumpster fire or a great <laughs> win. It's incredible every single week in this league. Do you do you uh, do you prefer the chaos or do you want like, hey, I want traditional. <laughs> I want some powers at the top. Give me the middle class and then give me the garbage at the bottom. Everybody can beat up because that model works the best for the college football playoff, right? I mean, right. So I mean, in the end. The chaos for us, we like, but I mean, everybody else looking around in all the other conferences right now go, hey, you've got to beat the teams you're supposed to beat. No surprises. Every week is a trap game in conferences. That's what you're finding out, right? I mean, that's exactly how this works. Uh, Every week takes on a little bit more meaning. And of course, let's kick things off. We've got our headlines and let's just get right to it. And of course, no BYU game to discuss for this week. But that doesn't matter. We have so many other things to roll out here for you and also preview the second half of the season. It's all coming up. But let's get first to our Big 12 headlines, the 12 headlines that stood out to us today. 12. 12 headlines. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. The dozen storylines that shape this week of Big 12 football. Headline. One. You know where we're starting. Oklahoma <laughs> takes down Texas in the final Red River as Big 12 members. Oklahoma 34, Texas 30. It lived up to all the hype. It was an amazing college football game. Yeah, and, you know, you think about last year, the consp- the comparison to the 49-0 drubbing that the uh, Sooners took at the hands of the Longhorns, uh, this is exactly the one that I grew up watching. Just a back-and-forth seesaw battle. Both teams ranked, both teams undefeated, and Texas, the number three team in the country, uh, falls. And you know what? I mean, you shouldn't be surprised because this is what is going to happen. I mean, and then next week, of course, everything changes again. That's headline number two, of course, which is that the Longhorns dropped that first game of the season. And now, Mitch, the question is, what exactly happens the rest of the way? Because you've got now an undefeated Oklahoma team who's going to surge in the rankings. Texas probably won't fall that far, but, I mean, we're, we're, we're in the argument for a couple of teams. The worst teams that nope, that Brett Yormark doesn't want to see in this thing, but, man, my goodness, uh, Oklahoma and Texas, as advertised right now, at least in this game today. That they are, and Oklahoma's defense, you know, they still gave up 527, but, man, they were opportunistic, and it was a far different cry from the defense we saw a year ago that gave up 49 and got completely destroyed against the Longhorns. Brett Venables has turned it around in short order, and I think they they heard all the the chatter and maybe even people like myself saying, "Eh, I'm not sold on Oklahoma yet. They're a byproduct of the schedule. Well, they gave a huge statement that they are for real. Headline number three, Texas in the game had some notable injuries to monitor. Starting center Jake Majors left, and then safety Jalen Catalan, the former Arkansas transfer. I noted this because his absence had an impact on that final defensive play 
where Dylan Gabriel connected on the touchdown yeah. score, and that's that freshman safety that stepped in uh, kind of had a missed assignment on that motion read, and it clearly had an impact as – OU gets it done in Red River. Well, you obviously have to bring in Arch Manning at this point, Mitch. I've said it all <laughs> along. You go to QB3 as soon as number three falls. Headline number four, by the way, Brett Yormark, nowhere to be seen at the biggest game of his conference's uh, entire season. Why is that? Well, of course, because both teams are headed to the SEC. And don't worry, because in comes Greg Sankey, who shows up and goes, hey, I'm glad that you guys are part of this whole thing under the shadows of big techs there in Dallas. And, uh, yeah, Brett Yormark absent, the SEC commissioner welcoming his two two new teams. That's a fun addition for them, and it's a big loss for the Big 12 not to have that game going forward. I'm sure the other side of another rivalry involving Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Bedlam, I'm sure they have no harsh feelings seeing Oklahoma leaving the league in the future. Oklahoma State got a big win over the weekend on Friday night. They defeated defending Big 12 champ K-State in their first Friday game since 1956. Oklahoma State rises from the dead and gets a huge win. Yeah, it's weird, too. And, again, we're looking at a totally different scale now. And these – look, we've said it the last two or three weeks – but these Big 12 power rankings are going to get murdered again. <laughs> Just an absolute bloodbath up and down on this thing. Number six on your headlines, quarterback change at Kansas State. I mean, you you definitely – look, Chris Kleiman's got a lot of stuff to figure out. Kansas State already two losses in. The defending Big 12 uh, championship winners from last year, we gave them that, that mulligan loss earlier in the season, but now they've got their mulligan conference loss, and it came way too early in the year, Mitch. Will Howard was bad at quarterback, 44% completion rate, had three interceptions. They've got, And I think the reason that there's got to be some conversation about a quarterback change is they got a heralded freshman and Avery Johnson. No, not the former San Antonio Spur <laughs> that had the unique voice. Uh, it, this four-star cat from Wichita, Kansas, who they are very high on, it might be time for him to step in and be the guy going forward for Kansas State. How about this one? Headline number seven, Iowa State blows out TCU in a historic game for Iowa State. It was the 100th anniversary of the Jack Trice game. They had four interceptions on TCU. First time they've done that in a Big 12 game since 2005. How about TCU absolutely getting caught in a trap game? Maybe they're thinking about the Cougars already on this <laughs> one, but they look very gettable down there in Fort Worth for the Cougs next week when they go down. Headline number eight, Chandler Morris, speaking of TCU, suffers a knee injury. Their quarterback, uh, redshirt freshman Josh Hoover, comes into the game to replace him. That is not a better option than Chandler Morris, a quarterback for the Horn Frogs. It definitely is not. It had vibes of Max Duggan stepping in last year in week one, but there's no Max Duggan on this bench. I mean, and it was notable, too, in the in preseason. Remember, they had Oregon State transfer Chance Nolan, who abruptly left the program yes. when Sonny Dykes said, Chandler Morris is going to be QB1, so uh, very thin, and TCU on the ropes. All the momentum that they built last year, built last year, Alex is completely shot. They're 3-3 three and three now, and wow. they got a lot of questions going forward. Number nine, Kansas in a bounce-back game after that blowout to Texas last week. They then blow out UCF. Yeah. Still no Jalen Daniels, but Jason Bean had a huge game, and the ground game was huge for Kansas. They ran for almost 400 yards. Yeah, Devin Neal is a beast, and you can kind of see why. BYU had a little bit of a hard time, especially in that second half, stopping him. But 51 points they put up. And right now, UCF, should we go back to calling them Central Florida yet? Because, listen, <laughs> 0-3, haven't gotten their first win yet in uh, in conference play. Number 10 of your headlines. After announcing their extension to Gus Malzahn, UCF is not just struggling like we just mentioned, but they are absolutely – I mean, John Reese Plumley uh, left in the first quarter, 
I don't know where he's at. I don't know where their team is right now, but they were absolutely lost today against Kansas. They were a mess, and yeah, clearly John Reese Plumley was not healthy, so that's why I had to go back to Timmy McLean. Headline number 11, Texas Tech cruises to a comfortable win in Waco against Baylor. Now two wins in a row since Tyler Shuck went down. Baron Morton's doing a nice job for Tech. They're now suddenly 3-3. Three and three. We were like this close to putting Texas Tech almost off of the, <laughs> of the power rankings. And then here they are, and here Oklahoma State are. They both have three wins apiece. They're both 3-3 three and three on the season. It's just absolutely wild. Three of the Big 12 newcomers uh, were on buys this week. No newcomer has defeated a legacy member yet in uh, in conference play. So now looking for that one uh, to be to be knocked over, I guess, in terms of new things that need to happen for the Big 12 uh, new members here. Mitch, those are your Big 12 headlines on a day where you had a lot of people on buys, but it didn't matter. There was still a lot of action. So many things going on. And, of course, uh, we're going to bring it all to you every week. Let's take our, uh, our first break of the day. And when we do, we will come back. Let's break down a little bit of BYU, Mitch, shall we? Let's get to Let's do it. what BYU had done in the first half of the season here. They are 4-1, and one, and they have their first win in the Big 12 play. They're going down to TCU this next week. How was the bye treated by the team? How does Kalani treat this thing? And, and what do they have to do to get better for that second half of the season? It's all coming up right here. It is first and 12 right here on KSL News Radio, also heard on the KSL Sports Zone every Sunday, 10 to noon, and also on KSL News Radio, 3 to 5. So we will be back. Mitch Harper, Alex Curie, right around the corner. Stay with us.